Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Markets and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. Thank you for joining me. It is Tuesday, December 1st. We are kicking off a new month here. It's about 11.30 a.m. Central Time as I speak. Uh, we do have the grain markets just a little bit lower here at midday. Thank you for coming back. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Remember, if you have not already subscribed to Grain Markets and other stuff, uh, pick whichever podcast app you like, whether it's Apple or Google or Spotify. Uh, any of them will work just fine. This podcast is available just about everywhere. Also, check out the YouTube channel. Um, that's been gaining some traction, gaining subscribers, getting a lot more views there. Everything I do now is available. Available in video form on YouTube. So if you have not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, make sure you take a look. Uh, I do have some exciting stuff coming up uh, for grain markets and other stuff. Next Monday, the 7th, uh, will be the second edition of the Grain Marketing 101 series. And in this second edition, it's going to be called Know Your Numbers. And we've got a guest, uh, Chris Barron, who is a friend of mine. He has a business called AgView Solutions, and uh, he helps farmers to uh, figure out their numbers, essentially, figure out their cost of production, uh, their revenues, uh, what sort of profits are available. And uh, I think that that is a great uh, place to uh, start with grain marketing. It's it's probably the first thing you need to do before you start getting involved in grain marketing is figuring out your costs. I think it's extremely important. So I think that, that should be a really good episode. That's going to be live streaming on both YouTube and Facebook on Monday. Uh, Monday night, the 7th at 7 p.m. Central Time. And uh, I will remind you uh, several times between now and then um, about that broadcast, which I, I think should be very, very good. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about a uh, chart pattern today, a chart pattern called the key reversal. And um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard about key reversals. You've heard people talk about key reversals in charts in the past. And uh, we had one yesterday in the corn market. So I figured that I would touch on it real briefly. This is going to be a very short episode, but I wanted to give you my two cents on the indicator and uh, what it means. Um, this is the definition of it. This is one of, of many different definitions. Key reversal day. A one-day chart pattern where prices sharply reverse during a trend. In an uptrend, prices open to new highs and then close below the previous day's closing price. In a downtrend, prices open lower and then close higher. The wider the price range on a key reversal day and the heavier the volume, the greater the odds that a reversal is taking place. So I'll X out of that and I'll pull up our March corn chart here. What did we do in March corn yesterday? We went up and we posted a new contract high, 439 and a half. And then right after that, we came down and finished the day lower. Um, we didn't quite quite close below the previous day's low, but uh, we closed lower on the day. So I'd say by most definitions, that was probably a key reversal. Uh, we do have a little bit of follow-through selling here at midday on Tuesday. Not a ton of it just yet, but uh, we have a little bit of follow-through selling. So what does it mean when you hear the term key reversal? Is it a guarantee that the market's going to move lower in, in this instance after a key reversal to the downside in the corn market? Um, I would not go that far. There are no guarantees in this business when it comes to either charting or fundamentals 
or direction of the market or direction of a spread. Uh, there, there are absolutely no guarantees here. Have I seen situations where a key reversal like this ultimately results in a big sell-off? Yes, I have seen that. Have we seen key reversals, uh, the opposite type, where we'll see a key reversal after a big downtrend, key reversal, and then a big rally? Yeah, I've seen that. But I've also seen a lot of situations over the years where you'll see this type of pattern and it ultimately just fails. Like you might see in in this instance, for example, you might see the corn market uh, post a key reversal on a day like yesterday, maybe sell off for a day or two, and then the rally just resumes a day or two later. So I... I, I've seen it work out where, you know, the textbook is right and, and things move lower after a downside key reversal, but it does not have to work out that way. It really doesn't. So what you're looking for and what people are talking about with this key reversal is, is this particular bar on the chart. Um, you would call this an outside down bar where you had a, um, a, a range during a day where both the high and the low exceeded the previous day's high and low, but then you saw that lower close. That's how, how you get kind of a downside key reversal. And remember, we're coming off a big uptrend here, and that's why this is considered a key reversal. It wouldn't be considered a key reversal if it was a, a lower start and then a higher close uh, because we're already in an uptrend. It's, it's a key reversal here because we reversed to the downside, and that's why it's important because we're in the midst of an uptrend. So could I put a percentage on like how often this works out? I probably couldn't. I'd probably, I'd probably say it's 50, 50 at best. If, if I had to go back and just kind of think about the the times I've seen this, uh, happen in the past, I'd say, you know, like half of the time, uh, it, it could result in some greater selling pressure and, and could mean, could really mean something in regard to market direction. And then maybe the other half of the time, it, it just doesn't turn into anything. So I figured I would run that, th- run through that with you today. I know that that's a term that's thrown around a lot, especially like, like on the radio and on TV, you'll hear people talk about a key reversal. And uh, yeah, it does mean something. It can mean something. But a sell-off can occur for a number of other reasons. This is just another thing that presents some risk here on top of a million other things. So it's not an end-all, be-all technical factor or indicator like some people would make it out to be. I hope that was useful to you. I know this was a brief episode. I'll be back uh, later in the week with some additional content. Everyone have a great day today. Remember, if you need some help from me, uh, if you are looking for some assistance with your grain marketing, um, you're looking for more stuff like this, but even more specific, that's what I do with my my newsletter every day. Uh, go to standardgrain.com and click on grain marketing plan. I'll let you show you the website here on the screen. Well, I've got you uh, uh, on video here, but uh, go to standardgrain.com, click on grain marketing plants in the upper right hand corner, and uh, just click this big subscribe button. It will take you to a PayPal page, and you can sign up to get my email and text message service for 49 bucks a month. You can cancel that deal at absolutely any time. Uh, so make sure you check that out if you have not already. Everyone have a great day today. I will talk to you uh, tomorrow morning. Cool.